welcome to Call Me Whenever. I'm Shivani. And I'm Chinaza. And yeah, that's our duo. And welcome to season three. I know you missed us. So I'm going to start this pod by just singing The Office because I can't tell you how many times I forgot um, I forgot to sing the song and I'd have to edit it in. Like, sorry, that's an insider secret. But this whole entire pod is going to be about kind of our experiences in the business world. You know, these girls that you are talking to are business girls. So I'm going to just sing the soundtrack of The Office, which I know you guys all love to watch because I love to watch I it. I love The Office. Do they stop making episodes of The Office? Are you serious? Yes. It's been After years. Pam and Jim got married, that's when it was clipped, right? Um, Or maybe they, not. No, they there were like a season or two or maybe more with them married. But Netflix... Before you sing, Netflix removed the entire series. I know. NBC now owns it. Like, and funny, funny, funny story. Like, my brother's so obsessed that he bought it. So it, it worked. NBC's plan to like have people, like, force people to buy like their like plan. He actually to, bought the the plan, my, plan just for the office. Yes, my brother brought bought the plan just to watch the office. You know that all the episodes are streaming for free right now, right? On oh, Peacock. Hey. Peacock is a new streaming service, guys. Why are you giving free endorsements, bro? Like the last podcast we did this too. We just no, but it's it's honestly so great because like I watch like (laughs) I'm sorry, (laughs) relax. I watch like a lot of old TV and Peacock streams a lot of old episodes. So like the nanny and stuff like that. We're never gonna get sponsorships because they're gonna listen to these season one, two, and be like, oh yeah, these girls just do it for free. They don't expect money. Yeah, (laughs) let's not even give them a contract. They're gonna just like the product and talk about it. And then piano. Yeah, I love The Office, even though some of those episodes do be a little bit, you know, problematic. But, you know, I love how it's, like, it's not, nothing is, like, too much, but they're not afraid to still have a little bit of humor, like, a dash of humor, because I feel like the comedy industry now is, like, it's it's hard to be a comedian nowadays. I don't even know how to be a comedian nowadays, because it's, like, that line between, like, this is funny and this is hurting a community. So, <laughs> big oh, ups for oh that. Oh, my God, I feel like that could be such a, like, I would... I would be so interested if there are any like comedians like in in the industry that would like are listening for some reason and want to hop on. I would love to have this conversation, but I think I think even without like um a comedian, I think this is a conversation of like what's well, I mean, I don't even know if we can actually define it, but I think that so many comedians even talk about like PC. Bro, like now we can't even yeah, like now we can't even like what is the line because comedy is comedy like what is too far and you know having that conversation personally like honestly like i really can't answer that because i am not a comedian i don't know the answer either like because it's just like yes it it's just hard and i think that now there's a narrative that's just like if you're not like stop talking about the community if you're not a part of that community for jokes and i don't even know how i feel about that it's like it's it's very comedy is a very hard and harsh thing to talk about so that's why we're not going to talk about it we're not we're <laughs> not because we're not comedians who don't have the experience but I, what i always thought was interesting was the di- dynamic in the show between pam and the boss what's his name again michael it was so how funny i do not know the name okay i was just forgetting for real quick is it okay <laughs> michael was i just thought that michael was so hilarious and his dynamic with, with Pam was always interesting because interesting Pam was kind of shy. So it's kind of interesting seeing that in the workplace because it's like, to us, it's funny watching it because it's like, oh, Pam is so shy and Michael is so, ah, oh, like all out, out there. But now thinking about it, it's like, it must have been a weird dynamic for her to, like, if you think about her actually being on the show, not on the show, but actually working as, as a front desk lady. Like, if your boss is crazy, what do you do? Like, I wonder whether she even knew what the line was between their relationship. Because he was saying all this crazy stuff sometimes. And she was like, I don't know how much I have to play into this and how much I don't have to. You know what I mean? Like, acting? Or are you, like, saying, like, hypothetically, if these were, like... If these were real characters. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like, the, the office, like, it's... It's scripted. <laughs> yeah, and, like... 
it's completely like meant to be the way it is you know? oh so absolutely that, like the actor the actress like that's pam like she knows like that's the but like that's the purpose of her role to play into michael's absurdity i mean i think that's like every character's role to play Absolutely. into michael's absurdity <laughs> i think that's why the show is like so amazing like like you can watch it for years like i've literally watched the reruns like i feel like i basically have the entire series memorized at this point but like oh my you, gosh you just never get tired of it because it's such a good show but um yeah. yeah no i think that like if you're hypothetically speaking like yeah you're right like if this was a boy i don't even think michael would survive forget about pam hey he was low-key a great boss in terms of getting his stuff done like he had his slip-ups but i was talking with my sister about this the other day and we were like michael actually has like his work space dynamic it was kind of craziness but most people didn't quit so if that says anything kudos to michael hey also fictional show fictional show that is true but sometimes we look at these shows and we're like i want to be more like that so fictional or real we move that's how i see it that's funny but yeah um i think in real life michael would have been fired he would have been title nine i know that that's not like an actual thing it's not. I mean, that's not a thing in the workplace. I don't think it's called Title Nine. That's like a college oh. thing. But oh, whatever the. College. I'm so used to that. Yeah, oh my god, my freshman year. This is such a side note, but my freshman year, it was like a joke. And looking back, Title Nine was a joke. No, no, no. Like, li- like, listen. So, like, looking back, I'm like, d- WTF? Like, why was it such a joke? And why did people laugh it off? Of course, because I think I matured. But, like, my freshman year, freshman orientation, you know, you go through Title IX training and what it's about and all that. And, and yes, like, my freshman year, especially, like, a certain group of people that I hung around with, and and uh, that includes a lot of fraternity brothers, and, uh, current fraternity brothers. and like, Respect people. to the frat bros. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, they, like, you know, uh, the joke, the running joke would be, like, <gasps> Don't touch her. Don't touch her shoulder. You'll get Title Nine. I actually that that was happening all over yeah. the like, college campuses. That was happening was to me too. Funny. It was funny. And People were singing. Oh my gosh! I don't even want to. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I I laughed with them my freshman year. I laughed with them because like, yeah, we all go. I'm not gonna lie and say that at some points I did snicker at some of the jokes, even though I probably shouldn't have. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Title IX probably doesn't exist. <laughs> but whatever that thing is, whether it's a restraining order or something, he would have he would have gotten hit with some kind workplace of workplace sexual assault, probably or sexual harassment. It's probably workplace sexual harassment. I don't really know. You're the lawyer in this duo. Not I me. mean, that's not even a a legal <laughs> like wait. Hey, I think it is a legal thing. I mean, it becomes a legal thing, but it's like it's not it it that happens everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the legal team takes care of it. Not all the time. Sometimes it's the principal that takes care of it. Sometimes it's the department, a psychologist that takes care of that, psychiatrist that takes care of the healing process from that. This yeah, is an yeah, it's, interdisciplinary. It's a, it's a team effort. Yeah. But I'm saying that, like, hey, reporting, usually, usually, for many of the parts. We're the final like, extreme, baby. There's a lot of yeah. stuff that happened before it even gets to me. Maybe you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I mean, you'll be collecting that bread. Not that that's hey, the point. The Let me move on from this point. The bread Let is, me move on from this point. For those that are listening, the bread is definitely not the line. That is not, that is not the point. Um, Anywho. Yeah, but it just was interesting to see her navigate that office relationship. Because, like, and also I always thought about how Pam and Jim end up together, ended up together and how, whether that's allowed. Because, like, I don't know how office stuff works because obviously like and honestly I've only been an intern I've never legitimately worked for someone which that may come as a shock to you guys because I know I come off on this podcast as so put together and professional but (laughs) I actually have never had a full-time job so I don't know how like workplace etiquette works but like the fact that they like had a little thing and then they started dating and then eventually got married sorry guys spoiler alert um but I don't know how, me- how many times that's allowed in what workplaces. Because I know some workplaces, it's, like, taboo. And I'm not sure whether it's taboo because you just shouldn't or whether it's taboo because some people actually have guidelines, like, oh, we don't do that in this workplace. Yeah, I really don't have any, like, much knowledge. But from what I have 
seen and kind of heard, or at least nowadays, it is like I'm. I think it's more of like a taboo rather than not allowed. But I do know that like the like corporate America, like if you're working within this under under the same company and you both are like seeing each other slash especially married. Um, you have to like tell human resources like you, you, you it, I think it definitely has to be like disclosed um, I do know I'm pretty sure that a lot of like corporations like if uh, like a senior VP is like dating someone an intern like an intern or like mm, a secretary, and you know those guys are old or or no like forget about it being sleazy but like if an executive like an executive vice president is like dating someone that's like a starter like a starting position mm-hmm. you know like that can look very bad i think we just in the corporation so i think yeah. that like i i'm sure human resources probably has like more criteria if like someone at a higher position is dating or married to someone in a much lower uh, uh position, position hierarchy hierarchy yeah yeah, what have yeah. You. so what have yeah you? You know what saying, guys no because that That's i think the- and I also think there's another element too. It's like, it's hard. It's hard to to mix that 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 bond between personal and professional because it it like watching on the office it, it it blended out really nicely and it seemed like a very smooth transition because they were meant for each other and whatnot. But I know like if I worked mad hard to get to a place in my professional life, I would hate to then be associated like oh they're dating and they're like the office couple oh no that would grind like that would burn me because like just one thing that i'm very wary about in entering relationships is becoming somebody's just identified as somebody's spouse or somebody's girlfriend like i just don't want that title like even if you are, are a stranger to me and you know that the guy that i'm dating i'd hate for you to be like oh that's that person's girlfriend and that's my title i'd rather you get to know me and know me as chanaza and i know that that's not obviously always possible but like I was talking to for my history class um I had an interview with one woman from Radcliffe which was like the women's version of Harvard in like the 1950s and she was class of 1958 and she was like one of the she was telling me that one of the biggest difficulties that she experienced going into the workplace in this I think she was a wife for a very long time after that. She married somebody from Harvard and they started a life together. And she said, I got sick of being referred to as the foreign minister's wife or whatever, like all the time, like that's all I was. So like after a lot of years, she finally got her own career and got started on her life. But I feel like for a woman, it's a lot more of a liability to date in the workplace for a woman than a man. That's just how I feel. Oh yeah, absolutely. But I will also, like, I guess, like, you know, there's just different, like, different levels. Because, like, I do know that, like, um, for uh, physicians, you know, like, when you, right. when you're, like, M4, which is, like, your fourth year in medical school and you're, you're applying to get matched, like, there's actually, like, a specific um, program, like, if you're, if both of you are just asp- aspiring physicians, you like have that perfect love story that you, I guess, like, you all dream of, and like, maybe you'll get it. Girl. You both are. Hey, I don't want a physician. I, I, I don't think we can deal with another, uh, you know, physician. You already know. But I feel they, the same way about law. I yeah, know. it has to be the opposite. But anyway, that's not the point. So, um, what I was saying is that um, when there's two aspiring physicians that are uh very intimate or like well you have to you have to show that you're married i don't think that there's any other way you can do like uh, apply through that specific program of getting Mm -hmm. matched but if you're married then you can go through this specific matching filter and they'll filter Mm -hmm. uh either at the same residency program or like residency programs like uh, like around that same area so like specific like for example like philadelphia since we're close to philadelphia like you would get, either get matched at the same residency program or matched around. Like, the, the computer system would try to keep you guys close together since you are married and would want oh. to stay together. So, you so like, like, a package deal kind of thing. Yeah, so it's, like, yeah, like, a completely, again, like, workplaces are so different. So, like, yeah. I'm sure corporate America, I think I definitely agree with you. Like, business in general for women and especially women of color, like, don't even get me started on just that. But, but we will get started um, on just that. <laughs> yeah all right you already know how we do (laughs) you you already know but um it's already difficult in corporate america i mean it's difficult everywhere but especially in corporate america it's difficult so um 
adding a whole nother aspect of dating someone um of course i'm sure that's not the best choice i wouldn't do it if i was if i was in that sector i don't think i would uh choose to date someone within the same company but also hey i feel like i've seen a lot of like just love stories like you don't choose you well, know exactly i was you gonna say choose. that too it's not something that you choose often um it kind of and it it does just happen and it's often interesting because a lot of those stories i hear people meet at a place but they don't stay there like we talk about it a lot like our generation doesn't we don't stay at jobs for long anyway so it's like i'm gonna choose to find my life partner than even to be in this job like forever if that makes sense like if it if it was if it was if you were in a workplace where it was tense or awkward to have two people dating i feel like one of the people would just be like well I, this was only an in-between job anyway so i'm out like you can stay or whatever like if it was a problem but like like you said i do agree to that like it does just happen and i have i don't i have a story it's not oh it's not oh chanaza found her her husband on um, no because i'm single <laughs> But she just rolled. She probably just rolled her eyes. No, I just want to make that clear, guys, because I don't no, want to start every other episode. I you're just like, yes, yes, guys. I'm available. <laughs> I'm like, available. I am single. So just to yeah, let, that's why I'm rolling my eyes because I'm, I'm like, bro. Like, just to let the knows. people know. Our just to let the knows. people know because I don't want anyone listening and being like, man, I messed up all my. I messed up all my chance to. To really date Chanel's, no, 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 you didn't. I'm still here, you know, just putting that out there. All the single ladies, all the single ladies, hands up. Shivani, hands up. Hey, <laughs> her hand is up. But <laughs> <laughs> thanks um, for narrating that. But you're welcome. But I did have like an interesting experience when I was working somewhere where um, me and the coworker we just like developed a great friendship. And at first, he was kind of just like. He had been there longer, so he was just kind of a supervisor role for me, getting me acclimated to the workplace, things like that. So that was very cool. But then sometimes when the boss would like go on vacation and stuff like that, and we didn't necessarily have to be in the office, we could work remotely. This was the OG work remotely before COVID, where we genuinely could take our work and just I could stay in my like room and do it or like whatever. It was really my choice. He would be like, oh, let's like go out to Boston or something or like oh let's go to work at the nearby Starbucks or even oh let's let's pick a pick a spot like you pick a spot or like I'll pick a spot and we can just work there and at first I was just like oh this person is being so nice and like welcoming you know I was being my whole like um what's the word naive self and I was just like oh this is so nice like he really does have to overextend himself to like make me understand like get acclimated with the work environment but then when we were walking on the bridge watching the sun and the clouds like pass by and we were like walking across the ocean i was like wait a minute this feels a little bit like a bachelor episode (laughs) i was like hold on like i'm over here in my like my button up and like my business shoes and everything my purse i'm like wait a second i know i'm in business clothes right now but for some reason it feels like i'm walking on like the beaches of hawaii i'm like okay this is not business anymore and i feel like there is that line of like yes let's build friendships and stuff like that but we like went we would go out to eat places we would go to um we would, he was the one who introduced me to dig in which is like this very like it's not vegan but it's like very real ingredients like earthy earthy ingredients which is not something that um, a brother would do, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Oh my gosh. But anyway, let me not expose myself. But yeah, so we would go out to some of those places too. We actually went to a museum one time and we were like walking through the museum and we like watched like people painting in the courtyard. It was really beautiful. And he was doing a meeting thing. Like he had a one face to face meeting and I was just working on my laptop. So we had a lot of moments like that. And I was like, this is really nice. He's being so nice. But then I was like, mm, wait, <laughs> you know what I mean, Shivani? <laughs> She's just shaking her head at me. Like, how could you be so naive? <laughs> I'm about no, to be- also, no, I'm kind of not. I'm not going to lie. Because I, I see that I see what you're saying yeah and i think maybe it's the way like um you're telling the story because of course like how you feel and how your gut feeling and how you like 
added everything up in your head and you're like hold on though like this is kind of weird and fishy no but it wasn't it wasn't weird and fishy it was innocent and fun it was innocent and fun and flirty that's what i'm saying like this isn't a negative story this is a good story i just think that oh okay yeah because I, I, that's how i think too i think it's cute I'm yeah sorry. no i think this is it was super innocent and fun but that's like this is like what i'm talking about like the it just happening kind of thing that you're saying right. i think this is how it happens not saying again it didn't go anywhere we're still just friends but it was just it was really great do you think he'll listen to this podcast i hope not <laughs> i really hope not hey brandon how are you please don't put fake names out there guys his name is not brandon like i really promise you don't go through my instagram trying to look at my followers looking for brandon because it's not him i yeah. promise you that Okay. No, I'm actually serious, Shivani. Why are you doing this to my reputation? What's the matter with you? It really isn't Brandon. No. Yeah, anyway. But, yeah, I thought it was really sweet. And it kind of gave me insight into how that happens. Because before I was like, this is a professional setting. Like, we're going to be professional here. But part of building a profession- a strong professional relationship often is having a strong personal one. And because we became friends and kind of did a lot of things together, like... I kind of felt like on a professional level, I could trust him more with a lot of things. So those things go hand in hand and sometimes they might lead to marriages. So the next time you have a, a coworker that you're, you want to get to know a little bit more about them, maybe try to pick up a project with them, see where it goes, you know, shoot your shot professionally and personally. Yeah, no, I absolutely <laughs> agree. <laughs> um, yeah, if the opportunity arises, definitely, definitely do that. You pick up that project. And, I mean, sometimes it goes south. <laughs> sometimes it doesn't exactly go the way you plan. Sometimes you might even get a little embossed. You might get, it might be a little embossing. And I've heard some stories from a little birdie that someone was a little embossed. All right, so. all right. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Cause, all right, so... For the audio listeners, of course, we're on FaceTime, right? So we're like looking at each other and I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming because yes, guys, I have a situation, but mind you, this situation will not lead to marriage. When I went into this elevator, I wasn't thinking marriage. I'm just embarrassed because I'm embarrassed. I'm mortified. (laughs) Tell the story and we'll be embarrassed with you. Okay, so... I volunteer at uh, one of the hospitals in Philadelphia, and I had have an amazing opportunity where I'm at one of the uh, vaccination clinics. So my day was over, and I'm leaving the hospital with my. <laughs> you get a little like food card per mm-hmm. every time. Yeah, food voucher every time you like um, volunteer because they're they're that nice, of course, <laughs> and so. I use my food voucher to grab a uh, cold brew because um, due to the pandemic, like you can't get any, like you can't like self-serve coffee or anything like that. Like the hospital has kind of like shut that down. So you have to go into the refrigerator and get like either like an energy drink or, well, actually the hospital doesn't have energy drinks. So like the only thing that was, that was available that had caffeine, I don't drink energy drinks by the way, but the only thing that was available was cold brew and then some, something Starbucks in a can. So, like, that didn't really, like, sit well with me because I was, like, mm, that's kind of weird. Maybe it's carbonated. Like, I was kind of, yeah. I didn't really know much about it. So, I chose the cold brew. I've had cold brew before. I don't drink cold brew black. I put cream or milk in it. So, I knew that there wasn't cream or milk in it, but that day I was extremely exhausted. A lot of these days, those these Saturdays that I have, um, it's not because of the podcast, but it's either the podcast or I'm studying for an exam, like, Friday night's always for some reason tend to be like my late nights so I was exhausted that day and I was like you know what like I can't drive feeling this way back home so like let me you know grab this cold brew and boom like I'm gonna drink it and then I'll feel better and I'll drive so (laughs) pretty simple like that's the thought process so I pretty much grabbed the cold brew and uh, I'm heading to the parking garage, la da da, do do do, like whatever. Minding like, my business. <laughs> minding literally my business. So I, I'm waiting for. I'm walking towards the elevator. This, it was a resident. Like I could tell it was a resident. Position. This fine, attractive young resident sweeps her off her feet. Absolutely not. But 
I saw a man <laughs> and he did not look old. So of course my eyes are gonna be like, hmm, let me just look at him really quickly. Look, don't touch, just and try to see if under the mask <laughs> he's cute. You know what I'm saying? Like with my laser eyes, like, let yes. me look real quick and try to see. So I did my little scan and I was like, look, honestly, he's probably like 26 because he's a resident. Like, oh, you know period. Like this, this mystery this, man, this man has is, prospects. Yeah, this, yeah, that and this man is old, much older than me and Ooh. is doing stuff. With his much? Life. I <laughs> wouldn't say much. That's not the point. So <laughs> I was like, all right, whatever. I'm in the elevator. He holds, he holds the elevator for me. Like he waits for the elevator. So he's a good Samaritan. He says, what floor? And it was actually a little aggressive. So I was like, oh, oh okay. Mm. Like, I told him the floor. And you have to be at corners, of course, right? Because pandemic. Right. So I'm just chilling in my little corner. Five foot one. This oh. guy's like six foot three. So I'm just like, bro, oh, like, God. I'm not even going to look <laughs> up at him. <laughs> so I'm just like, da-da-da, like, whatever. And then he tries to make conversation with me. This is where he made the mistake. Because yes, I'm here for it. He said, wait, who's that five five one shorty to my left? Shorty that her badge says volunteer and the, his badge says resident physician. Hey, <laughs> the age is only what? I think five, I think it was like four or five he, years. He probably was like, Oh, like let me like let me just make her feel welcome, you know? And yeah. honestly, if I if when I when I am a resident physician, if I was to see a volunteer, like I would make that conscientious effort to talk to pre-med volunteers because it yeah. feels good it feels like you're acclimating to an environment you know like yeah and it's already so yeah it's that. already so toxic and everything so it yeah. was nice that he made the effort but i ruined it guys i definitely ruined it so tell us how the way that he like broke the ice to make conversation with me because i was only holding the freaking uh glass cold of cold brew oh was it a glass yeah but it was like it was like capped. So it was like oh, okay. it, Starbucks is bougie nowadays. They mm. sell they sell their cold brew in a glass bottle and then it's like Oh capped. wow. It's like Snapple. It's oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That is bougie. Yeah. Okay, so, Starbucks. Okay, Starbucks, we see you. Um That's so, not sponsored. <laughs> yeah, right. Not sponsored, but you know, whatever. <laughs> um, Sponsor me. He was like so you like cold brew like like is it even good interesting way to make conversation <laughs> yeah right so i was like um i mean i don't really i said i mean i don't really drink it for the like taste you know <laughs> and then he goes he goes like what do you mean like you know like because i've 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 had cold brew like once maybe and it just does not taste good it's so bitter like it's so like i don't like it and no, I, I hate coffee in general, so mm-hmm. I totally I relate like, to that. I was like, no, like, I, yeah, like, I, I, I don't really drink it. Like, I think I repeated myself or, like, said something um, similar, and I was like, yeah, no, like, um, I don't really drink it for the taste. That's what I said. I don't really drink it for the taste. Like, I, I, I just drink it for it to hit. <laughs> didn't you say, like, it hits different? No, 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 no then, that. no, it comes after. Ooh. And then there's, like, a pause. <laughs> It and gets I had to explain myself because he was like, "What?" And then it I was hits? like, "Yeah." And I was like, "I was like, oh no!" Like I meant like it hits hard. No, I didn't say hits different. I said it's it hits harder. That's what I said. It hits harder. Mm-hmm. So guys, if you hear this, you're gonna think I'm talking about a drug. <laughs> like yeah. I mean, caffeine is a drug, but like I was, I sounded ridiculous. I sounded like an addict. So I and I heard myself saying it. So I was trying to fix what I was saying. So then yes. I go. So then I go. You know, like, I, and then I explained the scientific process to him because I because I think <laughs> that's how what I said. works. Yeah. So like, because in my head I was like, bro, like I just told this guy that it hits harder, like it's a vape or something. Like you know what I'm saying? Like like it's nicotine. So yeah. I was like. I need, I need to, to like, do damage this, control, which obviously I didn't do damage control. So I go, you know, like when it's a colder drink, especially when it's cold brew, like a, a colder drink actually hits harder. Like I literally said the same phrase. I just <laughs> said a colder drink hits harder. <laughs> and he goes, also, by the, by the way, guys, like there is that is kind of true, but not really like 
a, a warm scientifically like a hotter drink will be the caffeine will get absorbed in your bloodstream a lot quicker so you will feel the effects a lot faster but cold brew is just been steeped for so long and when it's cold it just the effects um are a long term sustainable a lot, yeah exactly yes. a lot, a long term and sustainable and then if you've ever heard of like nitro that's even more so like oh. that's the like is nitro-, nitro made by like nitrogen yeah like nitro cold brew like i don't really know mm. too much about it it's like, like nitrogen made ice cream which yeah. i've tried guys oh my gosh actually back when i was a stem girl like when I was at my summer camp for science, like we made this nitrogen ice cream and it was so good. If you guys have the chance to make it, go ahead and do that. Or you could use like Or the... you could go to a place that makes nitrogen ice cream. Yes, that yeah, that's a lot safer. I don't safer. know if you guys can get liquid nitrogen just, you know, anywhere, yeah. but you could try to um... post it as a lab and you'd have nice access, but that'd yeah. also be illegal. Tedious. Go ahead, Shivani. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um so long story short, he was like, oh, wow, like, I didn't even know, like, like, the things these young, gener- like, he doesn't say young generations, but he's like, yeah, like, these things that, like, it's crazy how every few years, like, something new comes out or something like that. He, like, that's what he said. And I was like, this is the worst part. I said, yeah. bro, like, I can't even say it because it's just so bad. Like, it makes this me This is when I hung my head and shook my head. I was like, oh, I said, girl. yeah, I'm a college student. Yep. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> that was the singer. Guys, that was the uh, singer. I said to to a resident physician that pulls like 24-hour, 36-hour shifts, I said, yeah, I'm a college student. That's why I drink cold brew. <laughs> yeah, oh that was the moment. Bro. That was the oh moment. Oh, my God. Mortified. And, hey, I will say I have not seen that resident position ever again i haven't seen him but that's also Period. because my hours of volunteering have changed but who knows maybe I he'll never... be your supervisor one day when you're a resident and maybe he'll be in never... the same hospital bro i hope i never ever see him ever again I he might love it you never him. know sometimes the most embarrassing stories turn into great love stories or great business stories have you have, have this is a question to the audience that i am posing have you guys noticed that any any story or like anything that we talk about i just love chanel's heart because she just manages to bring freaking love into everything and like i love you for it but honestly sometimes i'm just like bro i shush i don't care it's just a bad story (laughs) yeah it's just a bad mortifying story this past week i've had my share of embarrassing stories and i have to be positive that's all i can do you know it girl you know i have to i've been really put through the ringer this week like like i've been like if you can imagine a soaking wet towel and how people will wring that that's me I've been, I don't even think I have any juice left. Like, you know, Lizzo, ain't my fault that I'm out here getting loose. Blame it on the juice. I don't have any juice to blame it on. This is There's so no funny juice. because this is like the third song she's saying on this one podcast. I know, but it's just the facts of the matter. Like, it just, this has been it. So I've been having to, I mean, it doesn't explain all the other like 30 podcasts that I've done the same thing, but this is my excuse for right. this week. No, but it's, I, I genuinely want to know if, like, anyone else has been, like, noticing, like, literally, it could be anything. We could be talking about astrology, and she could be like, yeah, like, the stars aligning, like, love. I could be talking about sneakers, and she's like, yeah, like, Nike, just do it. Just find love. <laughs> like, that's well, I hope it inspires say. some of you guys to find love, not necessarily at your business places or work, but honestly, we're students, and right now, our school, like, college is our our work of business or place of business. So, you know, when people are, that's also a workplace that you're dating in, in that context. It's obviously very different, but, hey, similar principles, which brings me to a funny story. This is also short. Um, Like, it reminds me of when you're talking to the resident, and he's a resident, obviously, and you're a college student, and you reminded him that you're a college student because he definitely Thank knew, you. but he was trying to, like, you know, even yeah. the playing field, kind of make small talk. My friend, I won't name oh her, but my friend, she, this was our sophomore year, right? And there was this fine, fine, fine um, Nigerian guy who just had graduated and he had, he had graduated our freshman year. So he was applying to med schools. 
he no he had actually gone into his med school so he was at med school at the time right so he's at duke med just doing his thing you know lifting his weights doing his his thing right <laughs> and so um he's over there and she, we're sophomores in college and she's over here this guy i think somebody encouraged her to 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 respond to his story or something they get to talking somehow and there's like another person who's like intermediate like he's the intermediary intermediary i'm so sorry i cannot talk today he's kind of the middleman kind of because he's he's a senior at the time but the guy who's the middleman so he's like kind of funneling this he's keeping it kind of like you know for a sophomore like and a med student it can be the ages exactly so he's doing that so then it gets to her as a sophomore talking to this this med student and they're talking he's he's getting interested they're chatting and then he's like oh so you're gonna be a junior next year right so he's trying to justify in his mind why this is okay because honestly it isn't that bad they're like okay three years apart but it's just like when you're in two different levels like that exactly that's what's weird about it so i think he was trying to justify it by being like oh you're gonna be a junior next year and you know the transition from sophomore to junior year is just like they're they're ready like they're they're good to go they're fine but when you're a sophomore it's like "Mm, they were freshman last year and the year before that they're in high school like so he was like oh you're gonna be a, a junior next year right and she was like i'm a sophomore now so she was like i was like girl why would you do that because after that he was like i'm done like he didn't he cut off after that because i feel like he he was probably like oh maybe she's mature but after hearing that i think he was like oh this is not right and was reminded oh right she's a sophomore let me get out of here so you know hey it happens i think happens you just have those moments where you're just like you know, you have those dumb moments, like, I don't, it's so funny, because I'm sure, like, even listening back, like, while we're editing, or, like, when I listen to this podcast again, or when the audience listens, like, I'm sure everyone's gonna be like, bro, like, this, the story that you just told, like, it's not that serious, or it's not that deep, but the reason why I find it so embarrassing and mortifying is because I really do consider, like, especially, like, of course, I look up to all physicians, like, you, they've all grinded, but when I see a resident physician, I, I do see them in a different light, because yeah. they kind of, one, they're going, they're still training, right. two, um, they kind of, what they're kind of going through exactly what I'm going through, because I will say, like, 20, 25, 30 years ago, uh, applying to med school was a lot different, but right. for, for the guy that was in the elevator, like, I knew that, like, he is he went through exactly what I went through like the hours that I'm putting in and the things that I'm doing and mm. the niches that I'm trying to find like he had to do all of that to get to where he is standing in the elevator wearing those scrubs with the resident physician badge so like I don't know if it was like my me being tired and then me seeing that badge and me being like oh like he's talking to me like I want to like have a like place a good impression and then being confused that he was just talking about coffee and then, I think it was also because, like, he took the coffee route, so I took the extremely casual route, mm. <laughs> you know, because, like, I was like, oh, like, you're going to talk about coffee? Well, yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you. Let's talk you. about coffee, then. It's different. <laughs> it's right. harder. <laughs> like, so it's just, it's just funny. Like, even now, like, I'm like, yeah, it's embarrassing, but I'm not going to meet this person again, but it's a funny story that I think <laughs> I- I'll never forget <laughs> like i'll put my money on her meeting him again any day that's what i'm saying i just think sometimes these you never know what small occurrences will just become big occurrences i'm my eyes are wide open is all i'm saying and i can't wait till she's you... saying that with her eyes squinted she goes <laughs> my eyes are wide open okay i was just okay she's right my eyes were squinted but my eyes are are open figuratively metaphorically they're there you know because i will say like if this resident physician somehow i don't know how that he found this podcast but hey i really do look up to you i don't really know you i'm not really interested in you and i know chanaza is somewhat interested in this love story happening but i'm really not hey if you like it i love it (laughs) i would love to be friends with you and like help you understand where i was coming from well, you heard it here, guys. Like, whoever you are, mystery man behind the mask with also a, a white coat, you know, 
We're looking he wasn't for wearing, you. He wasn't wearing a white coat. He was just wearing those scrubs. Oh, well, I will. I'm actually going to be taking over for Chris Harrison on The Bachelor. So if you'd like to be The Bachelor, please reach out to me and we can make it happen. I'm totally lying. They did take a Nigerian, though, and make him a place. Chris Harrison, I that saw. Ebo guy. What's his name? Like, Emmanuel Acho or something like that. I don't even remember. I, I, I heard that, oh, you're the one that told me that he's just he was just there for the talk. Like, he's not there forever. We'll right? see. I think that for him, it was, like, a big break thing. Like, first of all, all of America's watching. And second of all, he's like, if Chris Harrison doesn't come back for whatever reason, this is my chance to audition. So he was definitely using milking that experience. I, I, oh, my God. This is so off topic. Go ahead. But may I share? It's because Absolutely. we're talking about The Bachelor, and this is really going to take a turn. But I actually, it's, it's not a PSA, but this is just something that I experienced in my life. That I was just like, oh, like, this is perspective. Like, I was actually really surprised that someone in my life had this perspective. And so I want to share it. So um, I'm sure, especially, like, those that watch The Bachelor have are, knows what's what has been going on mm-hmm. this, these past, like, what, two, three months? I don't even know how many months this scandal has been happening. Yeah. But briefly speaking, and Chanaza, of course, like, jump in if I'm, like, not absolutely uh, on point with it. Oh, with Um, Rachel? Yeah. (laughs) I feel like my facial expressions today have been very, like, mm. Like, they've just been very expressive, but my face looked like I just ate a sour lemon when I said Rachel, if anyone wants to know. So basically, I'm sure, like, hearing the name, like, Rachel, she, um, what, in 2017 or, no, 2018... She attended a, what was, what was it? An antebellum party, like antebellum, a plantation party, if you Antebellum know. formal or something like that. It yeah. was for her sorority. Like, it wasn't just, like, a regular, like, party. Like, it was, like, something that was sponsored by her, like, sorority. Yeah. And they all attended. Um, of course, everything kind of, everything, of course, kind of came out. Um, the while pictures. She was on the sh- yeah, the pictures, like, while she was on the show. Um, what was greatly disappointed, uh, disappointing, um, in my perspective was the fact that she really took no responsibility. Um, on top of that, Chris Harrison decided to speak up, a white man, um, who really had no reason to get involved in this conversation except to try to save face. Obviously it was because Rachel won, we all know this, spoiler, (laughs) they were, she ended up with the final rose, right? Yeah. So, like, she obviously, won. they he already knew this, so he was trying to save face for the brand of... In, the, uh, in advance. That's so funny. In advance. Because <laughs> after that though. happened, everybody was like, she won. Because there's she no won. reason he's stepping out like this to talk all the exactly. time. Exactly. Um, but I think that that should be a, 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 a lesson for franchises. Like, situations like this, uh, an individual should be handling it, and a contract should not be binding the person from speaking up like i really do not like the excuse where a lot of people i've heard are like well rachel is under a contract with the franchise that's what everybody said bro stfu i'm sorry anyway so um what so to the experience that i had i'm sure i hope that this summary that i gave you was great (laughs) um so i went to an event um for one of my friends and they're and their mom and family and friends and everyone, parents, uh, were there. So, like, the night has ended. We're all kind of just chilling at, like, you know, the house. And everyone's having their separate conversations. I'm just chilling um, with one of the groups. And um, one of the moms is there. And they're discussing The Bachelor. And, yeah, like, um, she, like, brought it up. And she was like, oh, like... Did you hear about what what's going on? Like they got rid of Chris Harrison. This was actually the time when I actually reached out to Chanaz and I was like, Chris Harrison, they're removing him as the host. Um, following the incident that happened with Rachel, the Rachel Lindsay at, on the talk show and mm-hmm. everything. Um, obviously it all blew up in Chris Harrison's face, so he had to obviously make a statement and leave the franchise for a bit. So at that point, news was made that he was stepping down. And, of course, a lot of white people were very upset. <laughs> that's about it. Uh, that's how I want to say it. So, I played dumb when this mother actually said that. Because I, I wanted to see her perspective. So, I was like, 
She was like, oh, you know what happened, right? And I was like, what? And she was like, you, do you watch The Bachelor? And I was like, Sometimes no. you have to play dumb to hear what people really think about it. Yeah. Because if you like, come on too strong at first, they're going to shut yeah, down and be defense mode. Exactly. So I was like, no, what's what happened? She explained it. She was like, well, like, so Rachel, like, went to this party in 20-whatever. And- 2016. It was so recent. <laughs> Bro, and was it 2016? I oh, it was 2018. It was yeah, people are like, oh, 2018 was a completely different time. We graduated Period. high school in 2018. Boy, what are you talking about? What are about? you talking about? Like, times were not different in 2018. So, basically, like, the mom was... One thing that really, like, bothered me was, like, we've all done some... We've all done things that we're not proud of. Bro, when she said that, I wanted to walk out of that house and drive back home. Because right. I was so disappointed that, like... The people that I was surrounding myself with still had these thoughts. And it's like, you know, like, if you're going to treat me, and this is these, this is a family that actually treats me like family. So, like, yeah. to me, I was like, hold on, like. Then what am I know, to you? Yeah, what am I to you? But also, like, there's some, there's a problem. Like, you know, like, there is a problem in this conversation because clearly, like. Mm-hmm. there's internalized racism involved it's just a deep see. ingrained bias yeah that can't be removed because like people and this is a conversation for another pod but like I'm sorry I no absolutely like this this i feel like the bachelor is the epitome of business and pleasure so this falls under the umbrella but like i just think that people think racism is treating someone nice or treating someone not nice and that's where the conversation stops it's like and just to say another thing about that we all do things we're not proud of that doesn't absolve you from taking responsibility for your actions if somebody like if a three-year-old kicked another three-year-old and you're just like now johnny we all do things we're not proud of so you can go run scotch-free that's not how it works it's like okay i have grace for you because we've all done things we're not proud of but you will still you still need to learn. You still need to face and go through something to get that learning. That doesn't mean necessarily that you're a terrible person who should be removed from society. No, not that extreme at all. Right. But that does mean that you take responsibility, you face the music, and you do some learning. And no right. one is absolved from that. You do some that. learning. Exactly. Uh, my, uh, just before you continue um, to talk about your point... So, like, once she said that, and, like, I let her talk a little bit, and I was like, I see what you're saying. I was like, oh, the one that showed up to Rachel Lindsay's show? Like, that scandal? Mmm, period. Because I was like, I'm not going to let this, like, I'm going to give you my two cents. Yeah. In a casual, it's always when you do it in the petty, like, oh, girl. What? (laughs) What? That one? That one scandal? So then I was like, oh, like, I think the problem I, I was like, I see what I was like, I see what you're saying, but I think the problem is the fact that a white man, and I said this, I was like, a white man is trying to basically explain why another woman like it had these actions. Yeah. If anything, like you know, like I, I, and I was like, I, I did say this. I was like, I do not speak for the black community. So personally, like I cannot say what they're mad at i won't do that but i will say that i think what i find peculiar is the fact that a white man is speaking on behalf of the person that made the mistake she was at the party she had made no statement until everything was starting to crash and burn that's something that i noticed because i went to her instagram after the interview was released with rachel Lindsay, and everyone was freaking out on like twitter and rich chris harrison was getting canceled and then rachel like the other one broke the silence broke the silence and was like i will learn xyz so like and i honestly wish she could have broken the silence and said something more because like i feel like if even if i was under bound under contract and i i myself was very convicted about something i feel like i would take the time to actually really thoroughly apologize if that was the only reason why i couldn't and not give like a two sentences a blanket a blanket apology it was such a blanket apology yeah so i just wanted to say that like i just found that so like like i mean that was just like my simple response there was like really nothing else to say and of course like all she could do is listen because that's like another thing it's like you know we can't have productive conversations like once i give you my point of view you're gonna just keep your mouth shut because you're not willing to take a step back and say think about what i just said and be like hmm i agree i disagree 
why do you think that like yeah. i would have really appreciated this person An ongoing uh, conversation yeah i would have appreciated this person to be like hey shivani like like why do you find it weird i know it sounds yeah. so stupid but like why do you find it weird that a white man uh shouldn't have spoken up for a woman like as funny as it sounds some people are idiots so like maybe it would have been I, I think that it would have been nice that um if you had that if kind you of would conversation. have had that open conversation but the fact that she stayed quiet also proved to me that there are so many people that will walk when, around with the same it, perspective yeah. yeah and and like when it comes to uh people of color um they'll stand and say that they support but when it comes time to actually give an opinion that's when the true colors come out, you know, and it's like, I know Chanel's like, you're like, girl, like, yes, like, of course, like, how many episodes are we going to keep repeating ourselves, but it's just like, every day every you remind aspect, more. in every aspect, I'm just like, bro, like, come on, like, how, how are you, you not like, see it? How, how are you, you not see it? it? And like, how are you not like, how are you not just having, con- like, if I'm a family, me- if I'm like a family member to you, and if you hear me, and if you disagree with me, then come on, come on, girl, come on, mama, like, let's have this discourse then like like, and i feel like it's partially because it's like and it goes back to the one we said like this isn't even a political situation but i'll say like what's dinner table talk and what's not it's almost like oh that's not nice to talk about racism at the at the nice little like soiree that we're having that's not right it's not tasty that's not like a chat that's not a sexy conversation to have and so they'll keep their mouth shut and they'll be like hmm I'll just, I'll, it's better I'll for me just to talk, just I'll just talk about how unfair it is for Chris Harrison to leave, but we won't talk about the, the reason why he left. Okay. Yeah, exactly, because then that touches into all the icky stuff like racism. You're, you're absolutely right. People's identities and right. how they feel. Oh, I can't, yeah. that's controversial. Yeah. And if you have enough privilege to not talk about controversial, quote-unquote controversial topics like that, that's called privilege. Yeah. And that's where we'll end the podcast today. Yay! Yay! <laughs> oh my gosh. Guys, it has been so nice having this conversation with you guys. And obviously, um, if you, it took a little turn at the end, but we, you know, we love it all. Um, so just let us know what you thought about this podcast, like what you think about business place, relationships, all of that, whether you'd like to have another conversation like this, giving it in a different lens. But yeah. And you guys already know, search us on Spotify, Call Me Whenever, and Apple Podcasts, or basically anywhere, including just Google itself. And (laughs) you uh, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and give us a a review and tell us what you liked and what you did not like. Tell us what your thoughts are on this episode. And as always, call call us whenever. whenever. Bye, Bye guys. guys. Love you.